This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Hey, welcome back to Scamp Life Podcast. This is Kurt, and I'm here with Kelly and Chris. What's woo, up, woo, y'all? Woohoo! Hey, summer's <laughs> summer's over. So it's... summer is over, and we, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this we haven't is... talked in forever, but we haven't talked in forever. We haven't we because haven't. we uh, we did all those episodes kind of before summer put them out except for you know i put that one out last week but we recorded that back in whenever it was may it's been forever i forgot what you may yeah Yeah. i mean chad and kathy i forgot what you guys look like even it's been that long (laughs) i know frank (laughs) weird (laughs) all right so i think uh for this episode, we want to do a summer recap, right? What a what a what a wonderful, magical summer it has been. <laughs> well, I, here's the thing: you can look at like the summer camp professionals page, you can look at the day camp page, you can the scamp life page, and kind of know where all the camps in the nation are right now. <laughs> so I know. people are just yeah, like I'm I'm ready just to quit camp altogether yeah. posts and this was horrible and oh my goodness i the one i saw that it it was sad that if camp is like this next year we won't be having camp right 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 yeah no it's true because you know the previous summer it was most camps didn't even run and try and do virtual and everybody was so excited about this summer Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to run camp again and whoo yep my goodness, there was all it kinds was hard. of issues. It was yeah. definitely hard. Well, and yeah. camp directors, the phrase we all used to hate was, oh, you don't do anything in the off season, right? It's your off season. The new phrase I think we all hate is, well, at least you got to have camp this summer. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> yep. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, well, uh, Kelly, I, let's start with you. I, uh, How was your summer? What? what were what'd you learn what were the challenges <laughs> are you going to make any changes for next year like well, tell us everything so we are definitely going to be making a lot of changes but we knew of a lot of these changes before we even started running uh, because myself and our equestrian director both adopted the schedule the format um the dates of camp there was a lot of things we adopted by coming in um right as registration was opening last year and so Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff we didn't know when registration opened Mm -hmm. so by the time we got to staff training by the time we got to day one we already knew of a lot of issues that needed to be changed but couldn't because a lot of it came down to how registration was formatted in order to you know, run. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. did what we could for this summer, but it was along with all the other difficulties that we, you know, we faced with COVID and, you know, mental health and staffing and all of that. We also were struggling with the fact of we knew of issues that needed to be changed and we couldn't until now, really. So that was, that was a big struggle for us because a lot of the time, like something would pop up and we're like, we know, 
it's changing <laughs> we just can't do anything about it right now yeah yeah so that was a big thing um positives though we ran our largest summer ever uh in terms of numbers so we ended i think with 640 individual kids for the entire summer uh averaged first half of the summer about 125 kids a week towards the end of the summer we were about 150 kids a week uh, what, what so we will were, your camp hold what's the max it'll hold um so we are looking at doing 200 next year and that's probably with the size of our dining hall is about where we're gonna max and out. the number of activities you have and everything that should be mm -hmm. fine yeah, yeah because we're changing the way of how we are structuring camp so right uh if we hadn't restructured how we were gonna run we wouldn't, I mean, numbers would be stuck where they're at. Did you find that the kids, there were more behavior issues because they hadn't socialized mm. in mm -hmm. a year? Yes. Yeah. We, we had a lot of different behavioral things. A lot of it was definitely lack of socialization because it was a lot <laughs> of conflict amongst social cues or like not understanding sarcasm or jokes or mm just little things that mm -hmm. kids experience all year round in school. Um, definitely a lot more bullying as well. Mm -hmm. I dealt with for kids wise, staff wise, it was a lot of mental health. Uh, we had some yeah. mental health with the kids too. Definitely more on the staffing end for the mental health. Like and anxiety and stuff. Anxiety um, primarily was definitely what we saw. Um, I went and I got the youth mental health first aid certification prior to camp starting. And I used it with kids twice. The staff who, who expressed mental health concerns already had stuff that they were, they had their own resources um, gotcha. prior to camp. So, so was that worth taking getting? Yes. Like, yes. For, so you recommend it? Mm -hmm, I do. I took <laughs> it with Michael Garcia. Uh -huh. I know there's a few other trainers out there now. Uh, but I did his virtually back in April or May, I think yeah. it was. And it was great with kids. It was a little bit different in a camp setting because they tell you to give them resources and different things like that. But with our kids, the few that I used it with a lot of times, it was the kid saying things like, I want to kill myself. Well, it was a matter of, is that true? Or is that trying to get a reaction mm. out of there was one that was unfortunately true, but mom was already aware of the situation and had resources. So it wasn't a matter of needing to provide them for her. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it was definitely helpful because it gave me the tools to be able to figure those things out and not just jump to, okay, your kid said this, you need to look into this. I could kind of assess a little bit more if it was yeah. true or attention getting, which was helpful. How were your staff numbers? Did you have a hard time getting staff? Bus drivers was our struggle. Mm. Bus drivers. Yeah, bus yeah. drivers. So we do transportation. Because you let go one of your bus drivers right at the beginning, <laughs> I did. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, I hired, so we contracted our buses out this year. Phenomenal company. Uh, they, they do the Huntsville City Schools buses. Uh, and they were phenomenal, pricey. Um, so we have to kind of figure things out for next mm. year. But we ended up only hiring one bus driver, and I let her go after the first week. But it was a good summer. I mean, we, aside from the cost of transportation, which definitely hit us hard, uh, staffing counselor wise, could we have had more staff? Absolutely. We could have used more lifeguards, more rope staff, and a few floaters in terms of counselors. But compared to everywhere else around us, we were, we were in a good spot. We were in a yeah. good spot. 
Yeah, yeah. How was how was their performance? Uh, wasn't my strongest staff. However, I would have to say our group of staff, in terms of camaraderie, support for one another, and just their overall like willingness to jump in and help really? and do things, was the strongest I have seen wow. amongst the staff. They would jump in to help each other out. They took it upon themselves to hang out on the weekends, like as a large group and do events. I did not organize any of that. Uh, But their camaraderie amongst each other was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I've never seen a more (laughs) drama-free, like cordial like supportive team in a long long time it was absolutely oh it was wonderful if there was any drama it was like outside of camp stuff that didn't get brought in to the day-to-day like I said not my strongest in terms of performance but I mean the camaraderie was amazing good good so that was that was really really nice to see and I think our staff definitely learned and grew because we had very green staff I had two returners yeah. uh, the whole summer. And so, uh, just the learning curve, I think, I think if a lot of those staff come back next year, it's definitely yeah, going to improve it. You know, expect. it's just, yeah, they'll know what to expect. They know what works, what doesn't. And then with some of the changes we're planning on making, they'll have even more support at a leadership level too, than they did this year. Did you, one thing we noticed, but did you have younger staff this year? Did you feel like they were a lot younger? I had one 16 year old who was a lifeguard. I had two or three 17 year olds and the rest were 18 and older. Uh, So for me, I think they were about average for me. I did not have, I know there was another camp. We had our ACA accreditation this year too, just to, you know, add to the fire. (laughs) And talking with our visitors, they would tell me that they had a very, very young staff, but compared to ours, ours was about average. I mean, I had, I hired probably 30 people total that includes kitchen nurses, all of that. And I had, including nurses and kitchen, I probably had six to eight staff over the age of 21. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so COVID? COVID. Uh, so we, we masked on the buses a couple weeks in, we went from one to a seat on the bus to two to a seat on the bus, mm-hmm. uh, per our board approval. And, uh, so yeah, masked on the bus, masked indoors. So we did not eat in our dining hall. We ate outside of our dining hall, but they had to be masked going in to get food. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we had hand washing stations and we had our groups as separate as we could could get them. Uh, so we went almost the whole summer entirely COVID free. We did have an exposure the last day or the day after camp, actually a uh, parent emailed and said their, their child had tested positive. So, uh, but within that there was no spread. So we had no spread from that kid while it, it was definitely unfortunate to hear that at the, the day after camp mm-hmm. had ended for the year, because you think you made it through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was no spread. So from the parents that we had heard from, none of their kids had, you know, experienced symptoms from within the, the, that kid's group. Uh, the kid's sibling didn't test positive and, uh, none of our staff tested positive from that, from that exposure. So, uh, definitely what we did 
either worked uh, or definitely eliminated. It definitely helped with not spreading for sure. Yeah. Did, did you find that kids had a problem with wearing masks when they need to? No. 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 Not at all. Chris and no. I are talking about like how parents are always like, my kid shouldn't have to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. But the kids don't care. They're like, don't care. no, they're fine with it. Even when I pick up my own kids, I have to like, we'll sit in the car. We'll be on the way home. And like halfway home, like, oh, hey, you, you all can take your mask off in the car. Like they don't even notice anymore. <laughs> or like even just this weekend, Rowan was putting his mask on as he was walking. I, we were walking through something and he started putting on, I go, dude, we're, we're, we're walking outside now. <laughs> he goes, I don't know. You walk through a door, you put the mask on. That's the thing. <laughs> That's, it is. I mean, I wore, I wore a mask to travel recently for a wedding and I got mm -hmm. to my hotel at the end of the night after being on airplanes and airports all nope. day long. And I had like put my backpack down and done all these things nope. and walked through the hotel and you know, took my shoes off and then realized I still had my mask on. Like it, it just didn't even dawn on me. I looked in the mirror and saw it was on before I realized I yeah. couldn't take it off. I was the only one in the room. So uh, final, final question. Um, how were parents? Did you have any parent complaints that were out of the ordinary or? We had a mix. We had a mix. We had some parents who absolutely raved about this summer. Um, love the fact that their kids got outside, kids enjoyed it, things like that. We had another handful of parents who weren't thrilled. They And so for like the older kids, the complaint was too much downtime from a handful of parents. Some of those were returners, but talking to the returning staff and different things like that and, and other people, camp before myself and the equestrian director got here was a bit chaotic and kind of like do what you want, no accountability run amok things like that amok, so amok. <laughs> that's a so great I, name for a camp camp run amok huh mm. oh that would be so much fun <laughs> I feel so like but it when i got something it probably is probably. when i got here you know adding that accountability and things like that kind of to those kids and it was the older kids yeah. when we got those complaints um primarily they didn't see you know, the things and also to what didn't get to parents a lot of the time for those kids who didn't want to do anything was that their counselor would be like, okay, we're going to archery and nobody would want to go to archery. So then like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Oh, we just want to sit here. And so then it's, what did you do all day? Oh, we just sat around and did nothing when it's, they didn't want to go to the activities that were assigned for the day. Sure, sure. Uh, for the younger kids on the complaint end. Uh, so in the past we'd done pony rides, which was a one minute counselor led lap around the arena <laughs> with a horse okay <laughs> and we had a lot of parents complaining that their kids did not get the horse experience that they had expected uh, and to sure. the parent when they found out that it was literally just a pony ride thought it was this whole like almost like a riding lesson uh and so those were probably the two big complaints that we got uh this summer but we had also we only had a herd of so many horses come up lame midsummer. Yeah, so we used our, our pony ride horses for our equestrian program, which led to no horses for pony rides. So, gotcha. yeah, so those were just our complaints. Um, but we definitely, I would say we definitely received more positive than um, negative. Yep. So that was that was my summer. It was very hard on a director standpoint, um, just supporting everybody and making sure things were going smoothly overall very successful summer uh you know yeah if you're talking impact with kids 
big, big impact with kids. Kids got to socialize, which they needed, uh, you know, they got to be kids. They got to be outdoors. They got to do things very same with staff though. I think the staff needed it too, uh, just with their past year, even though there was a lot of mental health and things like that, they needed the socialization. They needed that purpose. I feel too of, of camp as well. And so did you notice, um, like campers, were there more returnees or newbies or newbies, more newbies. We were about 60, 60% of our kids were brand new. All right. Well, going from day camp to overnight camp, Chris, how was your summer? <laughs> the look says no, it all. No response either. <laughs> summer. We're, we're in central Illinois. And so we are half and half of scared parents or concerned parents um, versus our anti-mask parents. And, and we saw tons. I mean, I had a parent call wanting to see, you know, what's all your stuff. We're not doing enough. And the very uh, 20 minutes later, another parent would call, we're doing too much. And it's like, listen, we're, we're doing everything that they have told us to do. The IDPH and the DCEO said to do. And I'm like, we haven't added anything. We haven't taken anything away, but we're doing everything they say. And so that was rough. Although I did have a parent call and ask me if we uh, bombed our entire campground for mosquitoes. Huh. And I'm like, <laughs> nope, nope. That is definitely the least of my worries this year. But interesting. But yeah, so we had, and it, I mean, like we were saying, it was parent issues. That That's who I had issues with. I did not have really any kid issues. In fact, this year we noticed we didn't have homesickness this year, nope. which was very interesting. I mean, we always have tons of homesickness and didn't deal with that this year. And we even, we had some super young campers this year and they were just fine. Um, but the, you, the you, camp, uh, you scaled back how many kids we did. We were actually right? at, um, 49% this summer for our numbers. And so we were trying to be close to 50 and that's pretty close. So we were that happy with pretty that. Close, yeah. Um, but yeah, normally we have about 10 kids in a cabin. We went to seven kids in a cabin and then uh, in Illinois, we had this thing with cohorts where we had to have cohorts of 30 people or less. And so the way our camp is made up, it was just easy to say, we're only taking, you know, less than 30 of boys. So cabin wise, it was our cabins are seven. So we did 28 uh, boys and 28 girls. And that was just the easiest way to do it. And so we really liked kind of keeping the boys and girls separate. It was, it worked out really well. In fact, we built a wall um, down the middle of our chapel and we built a wall down the middle of our dining hall. So there were, there were two different rooms for the cohorts. And it was so funny, like the first night, um, we'd notice, like we'd, we'd go over and up the, to the boys side and you're like, man, smells over here. <laughs> you know, like, and you go back to girls side, like, this is a way better side to be on. Like, but it was just, and, and we kind of joked, you know, little things throughout the, the week at the end of the week, we joked like, ladies, I don't, I'm going to blow your minds. Like, did you know? on the other side of this wall is a group of 28 boys, like just blow your mind, you know? And we changed up our drop-off, which I liked. It'll be a little different. We did all of our registration out, outside. Um, so parents drove through and they dropped off the kids and then they yeah. left. Well, your, your camp, it's nice because you, you're, it's it a, a circle. Loop. Yeah. So it makes it easy to do that. And that was, besides the fact that I was outside in the heat the whole time, that was wonderful because it was our fastest registration ever. 
And so we're going to keep some parts of that. We're going to keep the whole, you sign up for a 10 minute time slot instead of, you know, normally we say, Hey, registrations between three and four, everyone shows up at two 30 and right. gets in line and then it's chaos and then nothing. And so we had all the parents had to pick a 10 minute time slot to come in. And so only and they, 10, and they stuck to it. They, for the most part, wow. yes. And we, that was one of the things one of my staff members asked me, because we had a couple that were there early and one of the staff members like, oh, well, can we just help them? I go, nope. And I go, I've learned this. If you let them go (laughs) early, they're going to come even earlier next year. And so, and so you had to be outside the whole time. So we were outside the whole time. Your skin complexion cannot handle my skin, my fatness. The sweating, <laughs> no, it just uh, you get was, sunburned, and and I'm in a mask, so a <laughs> because mask. we're talking there, it was it was rough, but it it was fast. Everyone had to pay; they had to have everything done ahead of time. Yeah, and we would call them like, "Hey, you're not you're not ready to come to camp, so if you don't have this done by today, you can't come tomorrow." Yeah, you know, and things like that. And so that was really nice. Like we stuck with that. We also got rid of our closing ceremony at the end of the week, where we would crowd a gazillion parents into our chapel to see a whole closing ceremony. And that was nice. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's, I think that's staying too. So how, uh, how was your staff? I, it was a good group of staff. Kind of like Kelly said, we had a good group of staff. They were close, but we had a young staff because we couldn't find, I mean, there, there just weren't enough staff out there to find. And so we ended up hiring some younger ones and some of them stepped up and they really like, Hey, you did excellent like you you are younger than even my i mean rowan my son so yeah your program director was like 14 years old right 13 yep 13 years (laughs) old (laughs) yeah and he i mean i was real like we had no one else because my program director (laughs) uh, let me know two days before camp that he wasn't coming this summer and it's like awesome and we just we didn't have anyone to replace him with and so we had a couple of people help out a little bit. And then when Rowan was there, I kind of offered him like, listen here, you want to be a program assistant and <laughs> you're going to help me. But he ended up just doing it all. And it was wonderful. And so uh, it was funny at the end of the week or end of the summer, we had our teen week and one of the girls like, so what grade in college are you in? <laughs> He's like, um, eighth. I'm like, that's kind of funny, um, but he did really well. But, and we had one, one week, we had a female counselor for boys cabin because we just couldn't get enough guy counselors. And so we moved for overnights. We had one of our, our CIT leader stayed in the cabin overnight. So they had an adult in the cabin overnight. And then she just took care of them all day and, and went with them everywhere all day. And it was, it was great. I'm like, I may do this for every guy's cabin next year. one of my best cabins, but <laughs> But I, mental health here and there, what really helped this year is I hired uh, my staff director was a count like her, her major is counseling. And so I dealt with very little mental health. She took care of all that, but it was definitely there. I mean, counselors were meeting with her staff were meeting with her almost daily. And to the point I even said, like, uh, some of this, are they trying to get out of work? And she's like, nah, maybe a couple, but not much. I go, well, if they are. You know, like, I mean, I get it. If it's a major emergency, they need to talk to you. That's fine. But if they're like, hey, I'm coming in to talk during the hike because it's hot and I don't want to hike. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, let's try and push them back. And so we didn't really have a lot of that. But but that was wonderful. But but we also had, I mean, we had several people quit. 
One of the first ones, uh, it was a, she was one of our younger ones. She was a CIT and it was during training school. And so that's our like least amount of work, but we still need people to help serve the food and stuff to the counselors that are there getting trained. But she's like, so oh, this is, let's, let's stop. Let's stop for a second. Okay. You're CIT, They're which you call salt and salt pepper. Sure. Yeah. Just salt. salt. Okay. Yeah. So the, it's not a, you don't really, it's not a camper program. They're no. volunteer workers, basically. They're right? volunteer workers. It's kind of, a lot of people do the, oh, what do they call them? Like uh, super campers or youth leaders, or they have like different names. It's almost like, a, okay. Because they are, they're 13 and 14, 15. I just wanted ages. to make that clarification yeah. for anyone listening who's like CIT program. Yeah. And, well, that's and why we changed the name quit. of it. <laughs> and it's like, that's a camper. They quit. And so yeah. They go home. We changed but... the name of it to uh, Salt, which is servant and leader. So they're really just, their gotcha. kitchen work is what they are. They're gotcha. working in the okay. kitchen, help and serve, help do dishes. Um, and then they help out at different areas here and there when we need them. Harness for the zip line or whatever. Got it. Um, but yeah, one girl decided it was not enough there wasn't fun she didn't get to play or do anything fun sure and so she called her mom and said well come pick me up tomorrow because we were having a trivia night that night and so i i'm like no no she can come pick you up now like if you're <laughs> quitting on me you're not staying for the fun <laughs> like this isn't this isn't happening and then as she hops in the car she tells her mom we didn't even get to swim and i'm like here because it's <laughs> you're not a camper like you want to <laughs> swim you want to play you got to be a camper this was free you know and uh, so uh, we did, we had a guy come and he, oh, he was fun. He, he was supposed to be there. Like he signed up for our camp. He was going to be there the whole summer. And then right before training school, he called to let us know that he couldn't make it to training week. And we're like, you, you have to be at training week. Like that's where you get trained. You've never been at our camp before. This is brand new. Like I'd let it pass. If you weren't new, I could maybe kind of get you some, through some of the new rules, but well, I already told this other camp I would be there. And I go, well, oh, please yeah. let them know that you already told us that you were going to be here. <laughs> so, um, and, but I, again, we were desperate. And so we're like, here's, I said, you have to be here Friday. We're going to train you all weekend. And then that next week, we, it worked out that we had an extra guy that was willing to come on and help train him during the week. So he would, he would essentially be a junior counselor all week. And he would have another returnee that has been there. Um, willing to train him and kind of help all week and he was awful i'm like <laughs> it was one and we so Wait, at what's the end your, of the week what's your rule if you they never... want to leave yep and that's he did he wanted to quit and we're like see ya like we're but that's yeah. our big thing if if they want to quit you don't convince them to stay because mm -hmm. every time i've done that i've regretted it and so he wasn't he hadn't even made it yet <laughs> <So> he wasn't <laughs> right. quitting he was just going to show up a week late and that i'm like well that was strike one yeah, but then he got here and he just too many issues. So, yeah. Um, and then I mean we had some other fun staff <laughs> issues and and boys and girls, but yeah. Uh, one of the things we noticed this year, and we kept calling it unnecessary initiative, and we saw this so much this summer. But like, so the, here's the best way to describe it. I, I watched all of the staff walk by a rolled up duct tape, like duct tape trash that had been rolled up. Somebody just threw on the ground. Huge. It was like a ball, um, softball size. And everyone walked by it. And so I pointed out to them like, Hey, we missed this. You know, we, and do this whole thing. We just talked about how like, Hey, you see trash, you pick it up. Cause it makes things look nice. Even if it's not yours, it's totally understandable. But 
I will do that. When I go to other camps, I go to other places, I'll see trash. You get in that habit and you just pick up trash. So the place looks nice. And all of them walked right by it. But then I was working on my building the wall and somebody picked up all my tools and put them all away. And I'm like, I'm still working on <laughs> like just unnecessary or one person decided to rearrange how we were doing an activity to a better thing. And I'm like, you're, you're not even doing well at your job. Like stop trying <laughs> oh, no. to do mine. It just, we had so much of that this summer. Did uh, Kelly, did you have a problem with staff picking up trash? Mm -hmm. We did. Uh, ah, but, yeah. I but that it, too. Yeah. We, we ended up, we tried one week, one of our smaller weeks to do like a cleanup period, the last period of the day, instead of an activity period. And that kind of helped, but we had a, like a cleanup and prep crew um, that just got paid a little bit of extra. They came in before everybody got there. They stayed a little bit longer after the buses left and they were there to prep in the morning or clean up at the end of the day. And I mean, it was, we definitely had a trash issue for sure. Yeah, More yeah, so, yeah. and not, not necessarily in the sense of like you serve snack and all the trash gets left everywhere, but just like general trash mm -hmm. all over camp yeah. uh, to where I would on Fridays after they cleaned up, you know, for the day, I would then have to drive around camp before the following week started to just make sure everything was as clean as it was not because the cleanup crew wasn't doing their job they were it was just the the sheer amount mm -hmm. you know and in certain places that you know at the end of the week they're tired too so you want to make sure that you know things are looked at with a separate eye and i only do that on fridays uh i could have done it every day but just to make sure we were ready to go for the following oh, week crazy so chris how was your camper behavior and Campers were, were better. I, I we better. didn't deal. I, I don't, well, or I was just dealing with so many staff. <laughs> I didn't notice the campers, but we had less kids. And so that always helps. Um, you have right. less kids, you, you have less problems, but yeah, no homesickness this year. If somebody got sick uh, and one of our rules, we have like funny rules, like, um, so you have the normal ones, have fun, try something new, learn stuff. And then our rule number six is don't die. And it's just kind of like a big, like, <laughs> oh, this is my, but we talk about how like part of that is you don't do something stupid that could get yourself hurt. Or when it's mealtime, you have to eat because we want you to be healthy. You have to drink water. That's all that all fits under that don't die. <laughs> and so, but we told them this year, like, listen, we have learned over the 21 years I've been in camping, when you don't eat a meal, your body needs that meal and it usually ends up throwing up because it doesn't have anything in it and it's gross and it's disgusting and like stomach acid and so we told him but like this year because of covid if you throw up you go home and you don't get to come back mm. like there is no all right that was just uh not eating you're fine let's move on you're done and so we sent a few kids home for that they let probably one a week that would throw up because they didn't eat and it's like see ya and the parents would be like well i think it was just this i'm like yeah probably but this is our rule you read it ahead of time you know and they have to go home interesting but, interesting. but yeah we had i mean the other big issue we had because we had less kids i mean seven kids per cabin still take the same amount of counselors you, we couldn't mm -hmm. get rid of you know, cause it wasn't like we had just less children that we crammed them all into one cabin. They were still, we still used all four girls cabins. It was just less kids. And so that was kind of a pain. So you, we spent the same amount of money on staffing, 
and we got less money in for for paying for camp and so that's that's always fun at the end of the year when you're like, <laughs> hey that's us with transportation yeah is we had more kids which was phenomenal but we spent close to 70 grand on transportation for yeah. the summer yeah it's it's killer but we had we had no covid no cases um and we are plenty of weeks out that i can safely say that no one has called in to say it um closest we had this summer uh we had one parent call in and the baby uh brother had covid and so the parent asked well can he come and we said no like sorry <laughs> you you or a negative test we were requiring negative tests and no symptoms and the mom's like, well, he's been his dad's all week. He hasn't even been around the baby brother. And so we said, oh. if dad drops him off, he can come to camp then. Like, as long as he's not around that brother, then we're okay with that. So we were just a little, we were probably a little over um, cautious. cautious. And this yeah. was after um, about halfway through the summer, a camp not far from us had a huge outbreak, 98 campers got covid Whoa. they were in the news i mean all not just local news they were in national news and things like that and of course all the national news reported that uh local christian or yeah central <laughs> illinois camp christian camp has huge outbreak of covid so then <laughs> everyone's calling me i'm like it's not us like, <laughs> uh, right right but this camp did zero i mean they didn't do any and that was the big thing in the news they didn't do <clears> anything <throat> to protect their staff or their campers yeah and i think so, that was pretty common in any of the ones that made national news this yeah. year were they didn't do anything mm -hmm. with precautions yep and that was my thing like could we have still gotten in the news absolutely could we still have had an outbreak sure but at least i would have been able to say we followed the guidelines that mm -hmm. were given to us yeah and so yeah it was good and then we had probably the opposite of you kelly we were mostly returnees this year Huh. In fact, our our weeks with our biggest waiting list is those middle school age mm -hmm. weeks had the largest waiting list. And I think really part of that was because we have a ton of new kids every year for those young kids weeks. But this year, I didn't get to go out and do any recruiting at schools like I normally do. Right. And so those weeks are smaller and not a lot of newbies. Most most kids were returnees. We still had wait lists, even though we had such a oh. large summer. We still had 80 or so people on our wait lists. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. How about you, Kurt? You were at a camp for a little bit this summer. How'd that go? <laughs> How right. was your summer, Kurt? Short version. I worked for the most mismanaged camp I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was crazy. At least we got to have camp. <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness. Oh, no. All right. I, I think I think the industry has forever changed. And I agree. 100 percent We're gonna have to adapt and change and figure out what that looks like in future years. And I think this year was a year that we're like, okay, now we know what to do. Cool beans. Well, next week we're talking about we're moving it all away from summer. It summer's over. It's done. Moving on. Let's talk about some fall and winter, some retreat ideas and things like that. So we'll be talking about that next week. So tune in then. And from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Kelly and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.